0: Welcome to Dopey, the podcast about drugs, addiction, and dumb shit.
1: And I'm Dave. And I'm Chris.
0: And, uh, how are you?
1: I'm good. You better not eat that cracker. Oh, shit. It's true. Dave is hungry, and we have food coming right now, and he's like, I need to eat some crackers before we starve. I can't work on an empty stomach.
0: I go crazy. Well, tell him what happened. Oh, it's so annoying. Alright, well, I don't know if you and the Dopey Nation are aware of this... But criticism really bothers me. And when people call me out for bad things, I, I, I get hurt by it. Now, I, I know that leaves me ripe to a whole assault from you guys. But recently, on Twitter, my domain, <laughs> the, the land that I am in charge of is Twitter. It's horrible. Yeah. Ho- Twitter is so bad. Do you know fucking Viceland just retweeted one of my tweets? Really? No. They didn't retweet I it. I don't get Twitter. There's, okay. there's me neither. Chinese. But talk. let me just tell you the story. Uh, First, I'm going to tell you this story, and then we'll tell the the misophilioma story that you want to tell. Um, So, Artie Lang, breaking news, is in the hospital because he has a hole in his lung from coke. He snorted glass. He, you know, he has problems. He's a drug addict. So, he's in the hospital, and they said he's going to die if he doesn't get clean. So, Chris is like, you should tweet him. You should come on dopey before you die. And I figured that wasn't a nice thing to say. So, I said... Hey, Artie. Well, no. What you said is that everybody
1: tweets about his death already. Right. Yeah.
0: And, and he's like... He even wrote... He even tweeted, like, fuckers in the death pool. I'm not going to die. Yeah. The, whatever. And I'm just like... I wished him a speedy recovery. And nobody cared. Yeah. And then I wrote... Hey, Artie. Uh, when you finally get your shit together, you should come on Dopey. Uh, because we're much better than Viceland. Yeah. And I tweeted it at Viceland. Um... Why are you looking at me? No, there? I'm
1: listening. And then, um,
0: and then I just didn't think of anything. because didn't think about it at all. And they retweeted that? No. Viceland replied to my tweet, LOL. What? Oh, really? <laughs> all right. So my friend was like, why would you do that if you want to be on Viceland? And I said, we're never going to be on Viceland. So... What is Viceland? It's Vice's TV network. And they have a show called Party Monsters. Oh, yeah. I know Party Monsters. And I've
1: never watched it, but I've heard of it. already did a
0: segment on Party Monsters, where, uh... I think he snorts coke. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I, I think... And, uh, and they animate it. Yeah. You know, and, um... But there was something... There's something annoying about that shit to me. He sits there and he talks about it. And it's like... I think a show... Like, we've talked about this. But I do think that a show about drugs... That... That... It's like it just sweeps recovery under the rug... And it doesn't have to be about
1: recovery, but it doesn't acknowledge that the drugs are a problem. Yeah, but it's also party monsters. It's party. We've talked about this on the show before. We're, but you're talking about... A, but, 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 I know, but... but we're I, talking about a, a drug addict who's so far gone that he
0: stabbed himself nine times in the stomach after he drank bleach.
1: Yeah, this is Artie, But I'm saying other people that go on there, it's about partying hard. It's not Life. about affliction. But what I'm
0: saying is... Artie's, like the most afflicted yeah. and he's one of the party monsters, you know? It's yeah. like it's like who knows how many of the party monsters are total fucking debaucherous crack smoking life ruining types. Totally. You know? So, I just threw that out there. I think that Dopey would be a great addition to Vice Lands Thursday night lineup. <laughs> I think we would fit in well between Party hey, Monsters popping and- in Cleveland, Ohio, though now. Oh yeah, prime time, seven p.m. Yeah, and what what day? Monday, Wednesday,
1: Friday, and Sunday. I wonder what episode. Is it still there. playing? I don't know. I don't know. Um, Cleveland, you still playing us out here there? You go Cleveland. Um, so I posted a picture of Chevy Chase and uh, Jim Belushi or John Belushi on the uh, Instagram the other day. Which do you think would be a better guess, John Belushi or Artie Lang? Were John Belushi to be alive, Artie. You think so? I do. Just Belushi's John, legendary. I know, but have Artie, you know heard people talk about it? They said that if you were doing drugs with John Belushi, they said if you did one, he did eight. Okay, he you said he know would why? just uh, blow you, you, know you up. To, I'll
0: tell you why. Yeah.
1: I, I don't doubt John Belushi's
0: prodigious intake of drugs. Yeah. The whole point is that speedball was named after him yeah. because it killed him. <laughs> I don't doubt that. Why Artie would be a better guest is because he lost everything. Because the drugs destroyed him. And he's like... John Belushi lost his life. But he was at the top of his fame. Oh, okay. He was at the top of his career. Oh, Artie's tragic. Yeah, Artie's tragic. Artie's tragic, and Artie, like, is like a a scrub.
1: Yeah.
0: John Belushi's like the king of comedy.
1: Yeah.
0: Artie's like... And Artie wants to be John Belushi, so Artie, I know you're not listening, but if you're listening, I don't really think you're a scrub. And, And just so you know, I hold scrubs in the highest, highest honor. In fact, my whole life has been based on... Something I like to call Scrub Life. You know about Scrub Life? No, tell me about it. Well, you know how Tupac has Thug Life written on his chest? (laughs) Years ago, I was making a TV show, and uh, I wanted it to be like I had a production company. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, you know how, like, TV shows, at the end of it, like, you see, like, an independent production company. Yeah, you want Scrub Life to be your... So I did that. Yeah. And I made a logo... Uh, a scrub life which is a guy pushing a boulder up a hill yeah. like sisyphus and then you see god's hand pointing down and like saying no you can't get the boulder over the hill yeah. and i always thought that was like a like i think the scrub which is the the guy who has aspirations but their own failings limit them and they 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 love being scrubby they don't want to look good they don't want to sound particularly good. They're happy when things go wrong because the story's good. Yeah. That tragic thing, in my mind, is the greatest. And that's your life. Wow, it's <laughs> not. Thank you. You don't think you're particularly scrubby? No. You don't think you're? What scrubby? am I wearing right now? You're wearing uh, some sort of piggish
1: uh, collared shirt. It's Brooks Brothers. <laughs> So, you don't get, you're not scrubby? No, I'm scrubby. I was at work, this is my work shirt, and this is underdressed. You're wearing
0: pajamas. Pajama pants. He he walks in my house like Mr. Rogers. He's like, hey Dave, shakes my hand, takes off his pants, and puts on the pajamas. You did the same thing. Yeah, but this is my dad's house. But, All right. So, what are we no, no, talk about? No, 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 no no. <laughs> no, 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 What is your opinion about this? You know, and my friend Justin said we should set up a podcasting network called Scrub Life, where we have other
1: Scrubby podcasts on it. I think that's amazing. I think uh, Scrub Life—it's like, um, but the, what are those, I, it's like one of those fly fucking electrocuters. Like you're drawn to it. You're drawn to the Scrub Life. I am, at least. How so? Because there's, that's why I like uh, uh, Louie. It's kind of scrubby. Do you know what I mean? You're total scrub. I love Louie, you know? Total scrub. But yeah. he's a very successful scrub. But he loves being a but scrub. But his whole thing is
0: being a scrub even in his, you know, success. The funny thing, though, is that when I came up with Scrub Life, yeah. it was around the time that TLC had the song No Scrubs. Yeah. And nobody wanted a scrub. Yeah. Because a scrub was a guy who
1: couldn't get no love from me. Yeah. Well, a scrub, to me, from that song, like when I was thinking when I would hear it when I was a little kid, it was just like some bum. <laughs> I know. but It wasn't is... even tragic. It was just like a bum who had no money. But why are they like... a
0: scrub? That seems so mean. Yeah. And then like my friends, when we grew up, we'd all call ourselves like scrubby
1: guys like because we were like not trying to be particularly cool. What's well, like... funny is I think even romantically for a period, you were drawn to scrubs. I remember when I was dating, you were like, you need to find some girl who, like, wears Star Wars t-shirts and picks her nose. <laughs> when did I say that? that doesn't sound like me. You didn't say pick your nose, but you said Star Wars t-shirts. I don't think so. You did. I don't. That doesn't sound
0: like something I It was say. something you said. I don't think so. Yeah. I wasn't at the height of my powers at that moment. You were probably high. So Chris, you just went on your, I wasn't high, what are you talking (laughs) about? You just went on your retreat. Yeah. um, And you came back worse than when you
1: left, so please tell us about it. (laughs) That was the first thing Dave said. I talked to him for like 10 minutes after I got out, and he's like, you're the only person I know that goes and meditates for five days and comes back worse. Well, I don't know, I've already done my Vipassana bit. I did it on uh, episode somewhere between 30 and 45. Well, if we had that Facebook memory feature on Dopey, we would know that this time, one year ago, you came back from your retreat. It was about 11 months ago, because it was in August. So the last time I did a 10-day retreat, which is really like an 11 or 12-day retreat, because they don't count the first or last day. Why not? Because it's like full days of So this was a three-day retreat. But it was five days. It was the fifth through the ninth. (laughs) So if they call that one a 10-day retreat, they call this one a three-day retreat. Three-day, yeah, exactly. Um, So... I don't know, man. It was really fucking hard. It was harder than the 10 day because the 10 day you kind of just like surrender into it. And um, I was actually describing this to someone the other day. It's sort of like going on these retreats. And for the Dopey Nation, you meditate like 14 to 16 hours a day. You wake up at 4 a.m. Your last meal is at 11 a.m. There's no contact with anybody, no verbal, physical contact. It's super intense. I don't see
0: you meditating fourteen hours a day, even if you're sitting for fourteen hours. A
1: no, day. I meditate for like an hour out of the whole thing. What are you doing? So what happens is I, I did a little bit more of the ten day. It's hard to surrender into it because you know there's like a like an end date coming soon, and I was actually describing this to someone the other day, and I was like, it's kind of like taking a massive dose of LSD. Where if there's any sort of, like, cognitive dissonance, if there's something going on in your brain that's, like, off, it's going to, like, snake through your neurons and find it and fucking highlight it and add exclamation points. So, when I was doing it, like, my mind would wander, but then just any sort of shit pain from my past come like came up and I'd start, like, ruminating on it. Um, so, what were, the what were the, like, the greatest hits? It was just all the rejection shit. There wasn't a greatest. It was just one thing. It wasn't, like, the 10-day, the I was, like... You know, my life was really simple at that point. It was all what's her intense face? Craving. Was it, was it just, all what's her It was face? all Helga. It, it wasn't was, all Helga, but it was like that came up again, and I was like, I thought I was fucking it was done. All Helga I was again. done with that shit, and it wasn't even her. It was just the rejection and like why that hurt so much. It really so, wasn't her. But in no, it wasn't necessarily about her, like a yearning or long, longing, because that's like what it felt like at first. This was just like like why why was I rejected? Um, what else came up? But in that. Uh, that and then that was really the main thing. So, they call them so in the meditation terms, they call it sankharas. And like the, the Buddha, Siddhartha Gautama, he went and learned all these different meditation techniques, you know, and it'd be like mantra based stuff, visualizations, counting, and stuff like that. And none of them fully eradicated suffering, which comes in the form of attachment, which is uh, cravings and aversion. So, it's wanting more of something or not something. And it's like as long as we live according to that sort of MO of cravings and aversions, we're going to experience suffering. And so these meditation techniques he learned, um, they helped with it, but it never got rid of the roots. So he sat under the tree. He became enlightened. And then he developed the Bodhi tree. Yes. And then he developed uh, Vipassana. And so it's this type of meditation that's not pleasant if you're doing it right. Like all the other stuff I did, you feel kind of zened out. I'd listen to like some Chinese music and then like 30 with a candle and 30 minutes later, I like feel better, you know, and like this doesn't work like that. And if you're doing it properly, um, it's sort of like this sort of body scanning technique. Um, what's going to happen is... Uh, well, to, to describe it in like more specific details, so basically the roots of our craving and, and aversion, like it's body based. So you focus, like you start on like the tip of your head, and you travel around your entire body, right? So it's, you do the scan. That's you do the You do the scan, but it's very hard to do the scan, right? First, you start off with and upon a meditation, which is just focusing on your nose for a third of the time. And then you do Vipassana for two thirds and that's the body scanning. Mm-hmm. And so you, you go around your body and like, you, you'll start to feel like maybe a tickle on your head. And as soon as you feel anything, you go to the next body part and it's extremely uncomfortable sitting there that long. So you'll have gross sensations of pain. So when you get to a body part that has pain, you're not supposed to, um, develop an aversion to it. So you just feel the pain and you sit with it, and if you cannot develop an aversion to it, not be like, I don't want this, you know, if you can just notice it and not attach to it at the, the body sensation, then that's like learning. That's like the roots that's going to transfer to the rest of your life. And then you also get this sort of flow. But then the question is this I get it. So that's like successful
0: vipassana. But what happens when you think, I did it? That's what the whole problem you is. Because
1: sometimes it happens is as soon as, as soon as I'm like, okay, I, I detached from the pin, then I crave. More. That I'm detaching from the pain and not having an aversion and you can't crave. And that was my big question. I'm like, I crave the person. I crave enlightenment. So the very fact that I crave it is means a craving. You're not, means you're not cut out. For it's this. not good. It's not cut out for yeah. I Just just give
0: up. One of um, my notes was uh, meditation guru Chris. <laughs> 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 Meaning what, like, for today? Yeah. I just think it's funny because... Well, dude, I gave these... Um, I also think it's funny when you like on share, you're like, "I'd meditate in the closet all day." That's yeah, not true. Really. It's like <laughs> <this> <laughs> bullshit.
1: You're like, "I would choose." Th- no, I w- what I mean when I say that is, I would choose that. What you mean is, I will
0: watch Game of Thrones in my room. The
1: uh, food is here. Pause. Should I pause it? Yeah, okay, hold on, guys. Right, we're back. Yeah.
0: So, like, the idea of you, I just love you claiming that that's your thing. Like it's just so like crooked to me, or maybe you just really believe that that's your thing, and maybe my
1: interpretation of who you are is I can't really fathom that that's what you're about. Well, when I say it's my thing, I mean I mean it's all subjective. Well, I think you want to. to I think think, it's a thing. I think you want to impress
0: people with this thing. Oh yeah, it's nice. I I think it's. it's... I love telling people about the retreat. It's amazing. Not to mention that you, if I could just meditate in my closet. (laughs) (laughs)
1: <laughs> going inward Dave do you know
0: that's what I do now I put I meditate in my closet I do I sit in my closet
1: you don't meditate in your closet you don't meditate ever I don't it's my thing
0: <laughs> but <laughs> I, you know what I'm gonna I'm ready I'm going away tomorrow I'm gonna swim across the lake every day I'm I gonna not I bet
1: you do it the first maybe the second day I'm not gonna smoke I a cigarette at all first day.
0: I'm not gonna smoke a cigarette Jeez. at all and I'm gonna meditate every morning ten minutes and what no chocolate either I didn't say that.
1: Yeah.
0: I didn't say that. Alright, let's do this. You know, somebody just texted me a picture of just bunches of the cereal. I
1: told you it existed. You fucking didn't. Why do you doubt me? You You constantly doubt me. Why do you think
0: I doubt you? Tell me. Because you have lots of fucking dubious shit. Alright,
1: so should we play the voice memo right now? Sure, why not? Alright. It's pretty dubious. Why is it dubious? (laughs) Because you
0: just said uh, dubious shit. But that made sense. Your shit is dubious shit. Is the voicemail dubious shit? I haven't heard the whole it's a thing dubious. You're feeling dubious? It's got some dubiousness to it. Man, I want to tell the Dopey Nation about what just happened. Nah. I think I have
1: to. All right. So like, there's this bass player named Leland Sklar. Well, let me just say something. Dave loves music stuff, as you all know. We had the Grateful Dead guy on. He was okay, the roadie guy. Um, but Dave gets he these people on that he good. just loves. The, the he Grateful wasn't good. I didn't think he was good. No, good. I didn't think
0: he was good. He's a nice guy. But you get these people. I that put you them love. in a
1: bad situation. You know. Yeah.
0: So there's this guy Leland Sklar, and it's also like it's so fucked up because Chris doesn't know anything about rock and roll history. And this guy played on Phil Collins, No Jacket Retired, No Jacket Required, Sweet Baby James, fucking Carol King, Tapestry, fucking... I don't know any of that.
1: Literally nothing. No, like they're
0: all 70s that. records. Yeah. Jackson Brown, Running on Empty. He played on a million records, you know? And it sucked, basically. End of story. No, so no, no, yeah. no. It was that he told... I, I waited on him a million times at my restaurant, and he would tell me... Maybe I would just tell... Maybe I thought it was always good because I would tell him drug stories. Yeah I don't know But I wanted him to come on the show And tell us about how he had to kick James Taylor's chair While he was nodding out on stage He wouldn't even say that on the show Yeah So we just had a 25 minute interview that we're not going to air
1: Which is the first time we've deleted something This is the
0: first almost edited thing And Leland, if you're listening You're a fine man This is just a fucking drug addict show yeah. What are you going to do? You're a fine man You saved sweet, it We we'll saved it
1: It's in the archive yeah. He's not listening, right? I don't know. What do you mean write? Why are you checking with me? I don't know. But let's play a voicemail. Let's hit him with a little dopey. Yeah. We got a voice memo two days ago. This is from. Yeah. And, uh, it's pretty good. It's, it's about booze, but it's good. You have, you heard it yet? No.
2: Hey Dave. Hey Chris. This is Woody Chicago. Um, first time leaving a voice memo, but just wanted to say what's up. number one, I love the show. Um, I've been listening to it for uh, several months. I listened to probably ninety percent of the episodes, and uh, didn't listen to some of the earliest ones, the ones that were shorter, because I realized I needed more dopey. And uh, but they've all been great. Love the message. Um, you know, as someone who's who's new to recovery myself, um, I got to be honest. Just hearing some of your guys' stories, your guys' take on recovery, and hearing the war stories, it 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 really helped me. Uh, make the steps I needed to make uh, to start getting well because uh, I too am a afflicted, miserable alcoholic uh, who happens to to really enjoy a lot of drugs too when I can get my hands on them. So number one, I just want to thank you guys for what you're doing. I think it's an incredible service to a lot of people out there who are struggling uh, and it's also just funny as hell. So keep it up. Um little, uh, side note i just wanted to touch on before i i hit you with some dope because i i do want to tell you a story Uh, but i think my favorite little quirk with the show with just your guys relationship and the fans you guys have is is uh when dave corrects chris on uh, his mispronunciation of certain words i don't know why it just cracks me up Uh, it's super weird because like chris is a very well-spoken guy obviously very smart uh, doesn't really have any type of accent or whatever, even being from Boston. Um, but he he has these really just out of nowhere and very obvious uh, mispronunciations of words. You know, the one that sticks out to me is he says "rum" instead of "room." I mean, it's "room," it's double O. It's very clear. He doesn't use a U sound for any other double O words and out of nowhere he just says "rump." and when I first started listening to the show I was like what the hell is this guy saying it doesn't make any sense and it's so prevalent that Dave doesn't call him on it all the time but he, he's made the comment and I just that cracks me up the other one is um, when he says stick instead of "shtick," and it's like he knows he's saying it wrong but it's like he's got this foreign substance in his mouth and just the wrong word comes out and at this point he might just be doing it on purpose maybe it's a bit but just drives me nuts, and when uh, or really makes me laugh, and when Dave just flips out about it, it's great. And then the last one, um, I just like how Dave says certain words. You know, I'm a Midwestern boy through through. Grew up in the Chicago suburbs. Lived in Chicago the last nine word like, last nine years, and you know the word that always sticks out to me is uh, my whole life. I've just said horrible. You know, that's the way you say that word, horrible. But. Dave says it horrible and it just sounds like that much worse, that much um, more horrible of a word. And I just, I can't help myself. I've started saying horrible and it drives my girlfriend nuts. She can't figure it out. You know, she's from Cleveland. Um, She's like, what are you saying? Why are you saying it like that? And I don't know. I've just, I've told her, I'm like, ah, you know, this is a podcast to listen to. This guy says it's hilarious. And I don't know. It just comes off as this like, east coast manhattan like hoity-toity way to say it and i just love it i'll probably just keep saying it like that because it does drive her nuts and i just think it's funny so again keep it up you guys are doing great um i hope you keep doing it for a long time you've made a difference in my life um but anyways there's my story um so <clears throat> i'm uh think i'm a, the same age as chris i'm 32 years old i've been drinking hard since i was 18 um, and you know I've got a lot of stories that are pretty much always start with alcohol. Some go to some go to drugs and other things, but the one I wanted to tell today is one that it's all booze, but it, it's, it's one that I'm probably one of the most ashamed of and there's some funniness to it, but a lot of it is just fucked up and just goes to say, goes to show you know how messed up we are as alcoholics and the shit we'll do and then keep doing so. Anyways, this uh, this happened um, a little over nine years ago. Um, shortly before I had moved to the city, I was still living out in the suburbs with my parents, and I was working at a public accounting firm uh, in Chicago. And it's so my first job out of school. A lot of young people, um, you know, a lot of entry level positions. And every summer they would do this this golf tournament. Not not a tournament, just a golf event. You know, a little scramble, basically get everybody to go. They'd rent a bus, buses all the way out to. Um, you know, to some some golf course uh, out in the suburbs. We you know meet up at, at our office downtown, and you know it's great event. And so this first year, me and a bunch of the newer guys were obviously planning on going. We've got our foursome and other people. We decided it's a Friday that's going to go, and we got to meet at the at the office at like six a.m., six thirty something like that. And of course, we decided to go out the night before. I'm planning to stay over at one of the guys' places that has an apartment downtown. We go out, you know, just normal, get fucked up, stay out too late, whatever. We wake up the next morning, Friday morning, and we're late and we're scrambling. Um, you know, one side note, it, it, the theme was to look like preppy, I guess. So, you know, I'm dressed in like these pleated khakis and like a powder blue button up and this, you know, this like canary yellow sweater. Just look like a douche, but it was the point, And it, it kind of adds to this whole story as we go through it. But... So we're scrambling. You're scrambling to get together. Uh, we rush down to the office, and of course, we miss the bus. So uh, we decide we're going to take a cab all the way out. Now, it was very much encouraged to drink on the bus, drink on the way there. There's open bar at the, on the course, cart girl. You know, they provide like, a, like a, a meal during the day, and then they do like a little banquet afterwards to announce uh, uh, winners of certain shit. So. We we get down to the office and of course we're you know we're in Chicago so there's a there's a liquor store on like every corner. We get down there, we've missed the bus, but we stop at this liquor store. It's already open. It's like six fifteen, uh, maybe six thirty, and we pick up some Tall Boys, some whiskey, and we hail a cab. And there's like four of us in this cab, golf bags in the trunk, and we got like an hour drive. And the cab driver's is like cool. He's letting us just get fucked up in the back. So I mean, at that point, you know, we wake up. We're basically still drunk. All it takes is one tall beer, maybe a shot, and you're basically feeling drunk again, and that's exactly what happened here. Um, so by the time we're at the course, like, we're all pretty much drunk, maybe not completely fucked up, but definitely feeling it. Um, go throughout the day drinking still. I play horrible golf, horrible golf. Um, you know, I couldn't have been worse. I feel like I can barely hit the ball. I'm not great as it is, but this is just pathetic. But it's not about the golf, so it doesn't really matter nothing super eventful goes on during the day just the standard like young guys in their early 20s just doing dumb shit you know shotgun and beers whatever it's it's really just fun um, and you know that was the experience a lot of my drinking is it would start fun and then something would happen and so we, we get through the rest of the day go through the the banquet the dinner everything get on the bus to go back drop off our clubs at the office and then a bunch of us decide to go out more you know the the at this point, the 12 hours or whatever we've been drinking is not enough. So we hit up a bar on the north side, and, you know, I, I'm just, I basically hit my switch where I go from being, like, cool, fun, whatever, to just just an obnoxious asshole. And long story short, I get essentially kicked out of the bar we're at. Like, just nobody wants to handle me anymore. Um, and, you know, I kind of i fight it. I try to come back, you know, get let, put in a cab, whatever. Finally, just decide, fine, fuck it, I'm going to I'm leave. And I'm, I'm, I'm not quite blacked out, but I don't remember a lot of this. Um, I know I'm in a cab, and I don't. I know I don't want to go home. And I don't exactly know what happened. But the next thing I remember, I wake up. I'm in the back of a different cab, and I'm with two black prostitutes. And I have no idea where I picked them up. I have no idea... Why I picked them up, I have no idea if I've paid them anything, but all I know is I'm sitting there, my pants are down, they're playing with my shit, they're all over me, and I've apparently promised them uh, to go back to some hotel room. But we decide we need to stop at a liquor store first to get beer. So we find some place, I really have no idea where in the city I am, I don't live there at this point, I was supposed to be staying with a friend later that night. Um, I don't really even know the address. And so I, I remember being at this liquor store. I pull out my, my debit card. I, uh, I buy like a 12 pack of some shitty beer, probably like Miller light or some shit. And, um, the girls are with me. We go back, we get back in the cab and we're heading to this CD motel. Like they're like, Oh, you know, it's super cheap. You know, it's 30 bucks. Like, and then, you, you know, you all this. So I find out I haven't really paid them anything yet, but I need to get this hotel room. And then, you know, fuck knows what's going to happen. I mean, I am obliterated at this point probably wouldn't even get it up to be honest but we get to this seedy hotel and i realize you know i guess maybe thank god i had left my fucking wallet at the liquor store where i bought the boosh so or not my wallet i left my debit card and my credit card for some reason both of them so i can't pay for the hotel room i can't pay them and these girls just get super pissed off and they're like all right well fuck you this is a waste of your time waste of our time they leave me and they take the beer, and now I'm just standing in this seedy hotel. I have no fucking idea where I am. I'm blasted drunk. I've got no, you know, I've got no money on me, um, but I do have my wallet. I still have my phone. I still have my keys, whatever. So I, I stumble out into the street. I have managed to hail another cab, and I've got like a general idea where I'm supposed to go. It's like the west, you know, west side of the city, um, like Wicker Park area, and. So I'm just telling this cab driver, I'm just, like, muttering shit, like, take me here, here, here. And he doesn't know where we're going. I don't know where we're going. And I eventually, he just basically, we get somewhat close, I guess, and he just, like, kicks me out. He's like, he finds out I don't have money. He's like, just get out of my cab. I can't help you anymore. So I, I get out. I'm so drunk at this point. I can barely walk. I can barely stand. I don't know where I am. And I, I eventually end up just deciding to lay down in a fucking alleyway and pass out. And the next thing I know, I, I wake up in the morning. Um, I don't know what time it is. I, I search my pockets. My wallet's gone. My phone's gone. My keys are gone. I have no idea where I am. I know it's early. It's kind of that gray morning light of day. But it's not, you know, maybe like 5 a.m. There's not a lot of maybe 5.30. There's basically nothing going on around me. I don't recognize any of my surroundings. I'm in an alley. And I the first thing that hits me is I need to, like, badly shit so I don't know what to do. I literally go find like a, like a like a fire escape well, and I drop trowel and I fucking take a dump just outside in an alley. I find like a newspaper or something, try and clean myself up a little bit, and now I'm like, what the fuck do I do? Where do I go? I have no idea where I am. So I I just start trying to open doors in this alley. Like I'm I'm still drunk. Like I feel like just. I, Thank God I'm drunk because I don't know that I would have had the guts to even try and get into anywhere. And I'm, I'm pulling open doors, nothing's opening. And I, I finally get to this place, and I get a door open, and it's this really weird place. It almost looks like like an old church or something that's been like restored to be just like a shitty little living area. And there's like rooms, and there's like random people sleeping. In these like I don't know. It could have been like a halfway house. It could have been anything. It was very creepy. And I'm just kind of walking around trying to find, like, a phone or anything. And this – some random dude appears from a room, young guy, maybe 20, Eastern European, doesn't, like, totally understand English. But you can tell I'm fucked. And I I, I start, like, making, like, keyboard motions. Like, can you sh- get me to a computer? And maybe I can, like, Google where I'm at or where I need to go. And um, so, like, he, he lets me do it, thank God. And I, I, I realize that I'm not more than, like, a few blocks from where my buddy lives. And – so I, I get my shit together, get my bearings. I walk over there. I'm banging on the door. Finally, get let in. He's like half asleep. He was out drinking the night before too. Doesn't really say much. It's just like, dude, are you okay? And I'm like, ah, whatever. I'm fine. I got to call my sister. Like I, I lost my keys, and uh, so I, I use their. I use his phone. I call my sister. Thank God she's home from school. I tell her what's going on. There's a spare set of keys um she drives all the way out to the city from the suburbs from my parents place picks me up thank god i remember where i parked my car like two days before and um get my car drive home and you know so fucked up story i mean I, i i felt so shitty so ashamed about everything that happened but i never once considered not drinking you know i i i just was like oh i gotta try something different i gotta I got to drink less or or not drink whiskey or, you know, not start drinking at 6 a.m., you know, start, you know, no earlier than noon or some shit, which just real fucked up. And at this point, I'm, you know, I've got a career. I'm like a professional. And the crazy part about it is even after that, I did so many other just crazy, stupid, horrible, horrible shit for years. And, um, you know, but. By the grace of God, I finally had something come over me. I've I, I got 15 days right now. I, I attribute some of that to you guys. I'm going to AA. I've, I've got a sponsor who I just started working with the last couple days, and you know, I'm ready to start taking the steps. And, um, you know, we're as alcoholics, as addicts, we're, we're fucked up. We're, we're crazy. But, um, you know, there is hope. I'm feeling a lot better about myself. Um, and uh, I'll keep coming back to AA, and I'm going to keep listening to you guys. Thanks, guys. Keep it up. Talk to you another time.
0: That's an awesome, awesome call. Uh, congratulations on however many days you have now. It's fucking great. You're not knocking vapes. You're clapping. That's interesting. It's like fucking... Wow, you didn't even... You're, you're out of sorts, aren't you? I'm chewing. I'm trying to finish it up so we don't get in trouble. Oh, yeah.
1: We've got to talk about this
0: for a second. Yeah, which? The, um... The girl?
1: No, the voice memo. Yeah. Yeah.
0: I mean, I love... I, I love the debaucherous aspects of the story, but me being an ADD, self-centered piece of shit, I really enjoyed when he talked about us. And um, my favorite thing was when he talked about you with your fucking room-with-a-view problem. And it's funny, because I need to share this story. I was on the phone with Chris, and uh, he's at some fucking breakfast spot, and he recently yeah. and I, or maybe last week and I'm on the phone with Chris he's at a breakfast spot and he says to the girl can I have a coffee yes I'd like room for milk I said room you said I'd like room for milk room I'd like room for yeah, milk I was saying it right and room. I said motherfucker what is it a put on on the show that you need rum for, for milk? milk and he said no Dave when it's in the coffee it's room <laughs> if it's in my house it's my room that's what you I said I remember that that was, was when fun. you're on the you you're in the line. You said,
1: "Oh, I'd like an egg sausage wrap, please. And she said, "No, no, no. That was a the egg sausage wrap was at Cobblestone on Hanover Street, and then I got the coffee across the street at Thinking Cup because I like their pastries."
0: Is it possible you did them both in one? Yes. <laughs> I talked to you the whole time. He I says, this. "He says, um, I'd like an egg wrap with sausage, please." And she's like, so no, 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 no! I said no sauce.
1: is bacon instead yeah. of sauce. So she goes, she goes, uh,
0: she goes. So you wanted a, a bacon egg and cheese on a roll? <laughs> and <laughs> yeah. She's like, an idiot.
1: And then Dave's on the phone. He's like, she's a fucking idiot. He's like, she's so fucking stupid. And it's like really loud on the phone. It was a quiet place. So there was the only one in there, and I was like laughing. Dude, like, shut up. Hey, let's Dave.
0: reenact it for a second.
1: Or order, order to me what you want. Um, can I get a? Uh, Sausage, egg, and cheese bur- burrito, but can you do bacon instead of sausage? So, what kind of bread do you want?
0: <laughs> I want a sausage, egg, and cheese burrito. Oh, a burrito uh, with sausage, right? No, but with bacon. <laughs> what kind of bread would you like? <laughs> I'm it was reenacting. She, was horrible. No, she. No, <laughs> that's what she said. She was an idiot. No, she was and,
1: and then I'm J screaming.
0: Idiot. I'm screaming into the phone. She's so fucking stupid. Yeah. And, and then, then laugh he out. goes a great coo- she can hear me. And then he goes, he goes you. What kind of cookies are those? <laughs> yeah, I, I asked her if she'd ever had one. Then he, were big he, and then Chris goes, Chris wants the girl in the fucking store to like him. No, so she he's was like, gross. I, mean, I don't mean, and I don't mean you want to fuck her. I yeah. mean, you just need everyone yeah. to like you. Yeah, yeah, he's yeah. like, so, have you ever had the cookie? <laughs> yeah. Do you? And then she's she like, no, She got she was, excited. No, she goes, no. And you were like, do you want to have the cookie? I didn't say, it, did I? I don't know. I don't think But he said, the
1: point is he said, room for milk. Yeah, room for milk. He didn't, no, but so how about this, this voice memo? It reminded me, it was drinking, and my pure drinking days were a long time ago, but they were bad, and I was always alcoholic, even shooting coke and shooting dope, always drinking a lot, and every once in a while getting blacked out, but it was mostly just to come down for the landing gear. But I remember this one time in college, and I had blackout constantly, in college the first try. And I'd wake up in all sorts of weird spots. I'd wake up in the laundry room a lot, laying on top of the dryers because the laundry like room, eh? Did I say? How did I say it? You said it wrong. Did I? <laughs> <laughs> they, they, uh, I woke up on top of the dry uh, the dryers once in there in the morning. Um, but this one time, was did the you last... say you woke up inside the dryer? No, on top of them. Okay, um, and, and so. They, because uh, it's like really like it's like a nice heat in there, you know. It's like oh yeah, and the yeah. smell is delicious. Yeah,
0: <laughs> tell me, there's it's a, a place smell. besides a, a bakery
1: that smells better than a laundromat. Yeah, the laundromat's a close second to a bakery. You know what's funny, dude? Have you ever tripped in the laundromat? It's insane. It's insanity. <laughs> it's insanity. I have. It's insanity. It's all the spinning yeah, and yeah, bubbles like, and shit. What
0: is this place?
3: <laughs>
1: everything's spinning. It's
0: amazing, though. It's amazing. It's amazing. It's really, and everything's white and it's just strange. No, but
1: the sounds. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's wild. And the spinning. All it, right, to the active dopeies who uh, partake in psychedelic drugs, go to a laundromat the next time you're tripping. Dude.
0: What? I'm not signing <laughs> off. i <I'm, I'm laughs> If you're going to have fucking some dude, he's got like two days clean. He's like, oh, yeah, my sister has those doses. Chris said I should go trip and go to the laundromat.
1: All right, so let me tell you my story, though. So I, I remember this. So This is kind of lame, but it was the last day. It wasn't the last day I was there. It was the last day of school, freshman year in college. And there was this Chinese girl, legit from China, Um, that lived at the end of the hall for me. What? (laughs) Why are you throwing your eyes? This Chinese girl... Legit, she was from China. Yeah, yeah, no, but like not just her parents, which Chinese. she's she was, not an American Chinese girl, she's actually she's Chinese. Chinese. Yeah, she's Chinese, and so she was legit. Um, she lived at the end of hall, the hall from me, and she's not attractive. She's like really tiny, like a little pudgy. And for some reason, I'd get shit faced, and I always loved flirting with her. And like all she did was study, she never drank, and I'd always come by, and like it wasn't, it was probably just annoying her. Do you know what I mean? Like she would always talk to me, and I was just like the fucking big bad wolf you know what I mean and she was just this little girl who'd study and I'd come bother her you know and so anyways the last day of the last it's move out day for our dorm everybody has to be out that day and I the night before I go get blackout drunk and the next morning I remember I'm sleeping and I only got seasick once in my life and I was a little kid and I was in this cabin on a cruise in Europe and I had a vomit and stuff and so um, I'm dreaming and I'm dreaming I'm in that cruise ship And it was like there was tons of waves and stuff, and I'm dreaming that I'm shaking back and forth. That the ships, the ship's going up and down, right? And then I'm like in my bed shaking, and I want to vomit. And then I realize that I'm actually physically shaking, right? And I like like, and I'm feeling sick. And I open my eyes. And it's this Chinese girl, and she has me by the shoulder, and she's literally, she's so tiny, she's. So he- you're not on a cruise ship? No, it's not on a cruise That there was a dream. You she, were in the room? I in was the dorm? in the Chinese girl's bed in her room, and she's heave hoving, heave hoving <laughs> me, literally shaking my, shaking, my, shaking my my entire body. And I'm like 200 pounds, you know, six more. She's this little Chinese girl, and she's like, wake up, wake up. She's yelling, wake up. And I'm like, what? Like, what's going on? She's like, my parents. You're like, are- mom, while
0: you're in my room.
1: <laughs> (laughs) He's like, my parents are in the building. They're walking down the hall, and I'm like, "Where am I?" She's like, "You just walked into my room last night and fell asleep on my bed."
0: But the real question is, could she say "room" correctly? I believe so. Can you do it? Can you do it? Can you (laughs) do it, Chinese (laughs) woman? You're horrible. (laughs) Say it. You do it. I can't. Okay. I can't do it. Um, but. Kind of the, a
1: lame blackout story, but that's... that's no, it's it. not...
0: That's a funny story. Yeah. But the, 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 all I can hold on to huh. in that story is, did you want the Chinese girl to love you? Is that why you were always bothering her and flirting with her? Because you always tell me that the women that you do best with... Are the
1: ones that I'm not attracted want. to. Yes, and it's because I fill are- it with the older ladies and someone I'm not attracted to. Because I can just, I'm just so myself, and I'm like, "What's up?" You're like, as soon as, love our, "As soon as they're a little, yeah, as, soon as, they're a little yeah, as soon as they're a little attractive, I'm just this fucking weirdo." <laughs> Ah, oh, it's great. It's just reek of desperation. Oh, it's a beautiful thing. <laughs> just a fat pig. It's a the dirty mind.
0: <laughs> you, but you don't ever come across like that. No, I don't. You just, you try to be That's like, what I am. You, but if you would, maybe if you'd come correct with that stuff, it would be better. What do you because mean? Because you try to like circumnavigate the globe as this, I meditate in my closet guy instead of I'm a hey, pig with a dirty mind. works all right, mind. man. You've seen it work. The stuff that you do is so crazy because you simultaneously... Say, I meditate in my closet, but here's the list of things I ate today, and here's how much I watch TV today, but I'm not disgusting, but I am disgusting, but I'm not
1: that disgusting. You know what I call that? Depth. Depth. Depth of character. of personality. It's so yep. multifaceted. Yes,
0: I agree. Um, now, I want to ask the Dopey Nation... Because I feel horrible about this Leland's floor
1: no, there's no point to talk about it because they don't even know.
0: Well, this is comp- what I want to
1: ask. Just what do you what do you got? Comp- First of all,
0: if you saw Chris
1: <laughs> during
0: the Leland Square oh interview, God. he's like he's like it's like as if I killed his sister. It's like it's like as if I was like
1: fucking. Well, I didn't even know what I'm talking butter. about. They're like they're like how about like Bobby Boucher? Like, <laughs> 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 uh, he was Bobby. killer on bass. <laughs> <laughs>
0: but Chris, Chris, Chris okay, the, it's, it was so funny. It's the first interview we can't play because I'm like so Leland. um... Tell me, you know, you you came up in the in the age of total coke, excess, and alcohol, you know. Could you tell me a, a little bit about that? He goes, I've never drank or done a drug in my life. <laughs> yeah. Chris's face just turned green. Yeah. He just turned white. And then he's, like, looking at me, and that's where the evil begins. And then, like, I'm asking him, I'm like, so Leland,
1: tell me yeah, the, most, <laughs> the most fucked up, the most debaucherous,
2: the you know? most
0: debaucherous tour and Chris, and Chris perks up, Yeah, I'm like, Dave, you're doing good. Yeah. <laughs> like, you're doing good. I go, tell me about the most debauchery... I mean, this dude toured with the worst drug addicts yeah. in the world. Ray Charles, uh, but, J- James Taylor, everyone, yeah. he. he but he toured with, with Ray Charles when Ray Charles was very old. Yeah. Um, and he was probably off, though. Yeah. But anyway, so Leland goes... Well, I have to say, none of the tours I went on were <laughs> debaucherous. And Chris is like, he's so. I'm, I'm def- looking at Dave
1: just mouthing, "Stop it!" <laughs> and then, and then like, but then because I was on the fence already, because Dave just wants to get these guys that like are his idols on the show because they have this connection to rock and roll or they are rock and rollers, and he loves them. And I get that, but it doesn't always translate to dopey. It might, but these people don't want to come in and talk about these famous people who get fucked up. They just don't want
0: it. The truth is. It hasn't yet. I want it to. You know, one of my all-time and, and dopamine nation. Listen, if if you're listening and you know who Leland Sklar is, and you're interested in hearing this Leland Sklar interview, send us an email, and maybe we'll put it up. We can't put it in the
1: episode. No, we'll email it to you. No, I think we can get some extra downloads out of it. <laughs> it's garbage. If we'll, lose, ten... we'll lose downloads in the long run, because they'll hear it, and then they'll say, we're not going to listen. You make eat. me want to punch you music-y in the face.
0: <laughs> Musicky. Musicky? Dude, do, do you have an aversion to music? No, I love music. He's like, here, let's play this RZA track. It's like ten minutes of a girl speaking samurai stuff. Liquid swords. I love that stuff. I do love the RZA. The RZA's and the great. The old dirty
1: bastard, Inspector Deck, you know Raekwon getting know? low in the slow. You know who I've been listening to recently? Who I think you'd really, really like? Little Yachty? Nipsey Hussle. <laughs> What's Nipsey Hussle? Yeah, he said it. Yeah. new Nipsey
3: hustle, check me out. you in trouble, check me out. Hey, it's now. check
1: me out. <laughs> you not got check me out. Nipsey check
3: me out. New Nipsey hustle, <laughs> hustle, check me out. New Nipsey check me out.
1: Nipsey check me check me out. check me out. Nigga, fuck. He's a poet, dude. Ride a <laughs> you ride around in your <laughs> I did think it was good enough to add to my playlist. It's pretty shitty, but Why, what what about it makes you think you should? Well, when it? you have some earbuds in, it's got a good beat. It's produced. F- it's produced well. <laughs> Do you feel like you're? you're and you're very... I also just wanted to play you Nipsey Hussle. Do you know? what could... the name is great. Do you know
0: what it's based on? What? Check me out. No, there was a comedian named Nipsey Russell. Oh, really? Yeah, I didn't even know that. Ugh. It's so hard to do. It's like if, if listen. I have to say this, Chris. It's like that the stuff he doesn't know. It's just awesome. It's like a universe of You didn't know his name was Nipsey Russell, but you thought it was funny that his name was <laughs> Nipsey Russell, yeah. just because that was cute. Yes, Nipsey and Hustle was cute. Yes, too. but you didn't know that there was a. I, it's actually less cute now that it's a play on something else. Of course. Yeah. It just shows the kind of losery stuff that you get yourself into, <laughs> but. I can shit on Chris forever, but I can also say, and I was talking, it's a story, I'm going to save it for the next episode, but I was talking to Cormac about you, and I was just saying, like, what an amazing partner you are for the show. Like, that you're like, it's like if we were a basketball team, like, you create off the dribble. You can create your own shot in any situation. You can go on and on, too. I mean, you don't know anything about Am anything. I like
1: the John Stockton?
0: John Stockton doesn't <laughs> create off the dribble. What, what does that even mean? The create off the dribble? Yeah, what does that mean? Like, if you get the ball, yeah. you. it's like you don't need someone to pass you the ball. You don't need You don't, need to, be don't open. need to be set up. You could just fucking come barraging down the lane and find a way to get the ball in the basket. I like that. That's good. Um... But you're not particularly good at passing. <laughs> and you don't know anything.
1: But that's kind of good for the show, too. It's funny, because that's kind of how I play basketball. What is? people always comment, I have a horrible shot from just shooting, like, half-court shots my whole life. So it's just, like, so fucked up. Um, I'm not particularly good at anything, except I have really good ball-handling skills. People always, like, laugh when they see me, because I can dribble really well. Like, I can dribble through the legs and, like, handle <laughs> it really good for yeah. myself. I'm almost, like... I'm like more like a point guard, you know what I mean? And for my size, but the point guard my... is going to pass. The point yeah. going to pass.
0: Yeah. Would I be a shooting guard who yeah. can't shoot? You'd be the <laughs> shooting guard who can't shoot. Yeah. But um, the point is that um, you always have good stuff to say, even though you don't know anything. It's it's a conundrum. You. I'll take that
1: as a, a positive.
0: And as I was saying a second ago, if you're in the Dopey Nation and you're interested in Leland Sklar, if ten people in the Dopey Nation write us an email that you want to hear this... Kind of tepid
1: interview with Leland Sklar, We'll put it up, right? Yeah. Yes. I'm not gonna put it up. We'll email it to him.
0: Now I had a lot of notes.
1: Oh, we got to mention Share too. If you guys I, check I wanted, out
0: Share. I wanted to open with my Share bit, um. Um, and I'm gonna say this now. Pretend it's the you guys. Pretend it's the open of the show. Pretend we just started. W. Yeah. Okay, guys. Pretend.
1: Pretend.
0: Listen, you guys. I want the Dopey podcast to be the number one, number one. You're re- butchering this. I know what you're doing. You're recovery butchering. podcast in the world. So I need you to subscribe to iTunes. Oh, uh, and I blew the whole thing. I need you to go on you're iTunes. i trying to copy. What Omar, Omar does. Omar, yeah. Well, Omar says he wants the Share podcast.
1: <laughs> to be the number one recovery podcast in the world. And I want Dopey to be that. Yes. So, Omar, I'm sorry. I love you, Omar. I love being on share. It doesn't have to be the number one, it could be he's the yin, we're the yang. You You don't want to to be the
0: number one podcast? You just need Omar to like you that (laughs) much. What's
1: wrong with you? It could be the yin and the yang. You're a screw you're a screwball. How about the number one comedy debauchery podcast? Omar doesn't want the
0: yin and the yang. He wants the share to be the number one, and he wants you underneath him. Are you happy with that?
1: I'm happy with anything, man. I don't crave anything, and I don't have any aversions to anything. You're such a lying I remain pussy. perfectly equanimous with an understanding of an <laughs> Oh, my God. <laughs> that's impermanence. Nothing's permanent. You're just a liar. Even number one, it won't be forever. You're a liar, Chris. <laughs> How do you live with... It's like,
0: if that was true, I would be like, I've been humbled, oh, sensei. <laughs> it's like, but that's not true. Chris, in fact, just before we started recording, Chris says, look, Dave, we got another review. We have 157 <laughs> reviews. And I said, Chris, cool, what does it say? And Chris said, I don't care. I just want the numbers.
1: <laughs> I just like the little number going, I don't even care if it's a bad review. I just like it when there's more. Now, again. I do like reading the reviews. It's just now you have to scroll for a while to get to it. Not if you do it on the computer. You just
0: click on the most recent.
1: Oh, okay. But- do you, know, do you know how to do that? I don't use my computer Dude, in that capacity. This
0: is more important than that, and I want you to I want you to find true right, honesty I'll in yourself.
1: Roll it back a little bit. And,
0: and I'm not putting down Omar. I think Omar's awesome, and yeah. I love being on the share. What, you're
1: saying the few first minutes of his podcast are a little hacky and like that's asking not, a lot of stuff? No, I'm not. You're that's when I, you're, no. Maybe you're saying that. No, he asks a lot of stuff. and I mean, it's probably good, though, that he does it. It's probably what's going to make him the number one recovery podcast no, in the world. What I want...
0: Is for us to be the number one. Yeah. Do you not want that? Of
1: course. So tell them to subscribe. Oh yeah. Hey guys, subscribe, like us on Facebook. <laughs> 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 invite your friends to like us on Facebook. They don't ask want that. To, they don't want to do that. Yeah, but there's one or two dire. All they have who might to do.
0: It. It's like I want us to be. First of all, I had a dream last night, and God came to me in the dream and god told me and god was jesus by the way in the dream and jesus came, wait you're saying god was jesus you can't say that in my dream it was jewish in my that's what it was a dream okay jesus came to me and he was god dream, and he was god he wasn't just some guy yes that's what i'm telling you right. jesus <laughs> as god came to me in the dream last night okay. and he said i don't like that sober guy I don't want the share podcast to be the number one podcast.
1: I want it to be you guys. That's what he said. But what does it mean that he's a false prophet to you? Have you considered that?
0: He's God. What are you talking (laughs) about? I don't understand what you're saying. Because
1: you're Jesus, Jesus isn't, isn't for you.
3: Listen, a it could have been a
0: fucking hole in the wall. I, I recognized the Lord as Christ in my dream. <laughs> okay. Christ the Lord came to me in yeah. my dream okay. and told me that we were going to have the number one recovery podcast if our fans would subscribe to us on iTunes.
1: Yeah, I hope they do.
0: What do you think about that dream?
1: I think it's pretty rad, David.
0: Do you think it really happened? Uh, do you think I really had a dream that no, Jesus no, came to me no, as no. God and so. talked about Cher def- and that sober guy I definitely, I definitely and Dopey? So. Did you? Do? No, <laughs> I did not. It was a total story. Fabrication. But I but I do I really did like being on the share, except my dad yeah. listened to the share and he the goes thing? He said, I think Chris went on a little too long and, and I think Omar really cut you off, David. He didn't really let you tell
1: your story. Really? Yeah. Yeah. Well, he handed you the ball and you didn't dribble to the hoop. What does this say? Yeah,
0: I did not create my own shot. You what? Well, I didn't listen. I didn't. He didn't ask me to tell my story. Yeah, he didn't ask you to just
1: tell the story. He no. said, like,
0: what happened at the end or
1: something. Yeah, yeah. he said, yeah. what was the. Anyways, the share. But the dopey nation. Check out the share podcast if you want to hear some of our stories. Dave's is a little truncated, but it's in there. Little
0: truncated. I don't say anything. <laughs> but that's my fault. And also, I think this week we had a lot of people from the share audience come over. So just know that I do love you guys, and yeah, I love, I love you Omar.
1: Too, Omar, yeah. And, and I HP, lo- baby.
0: I love Jesus. HP. Can can I love Jesus? Jesus.
1: Um. So Hava. What else? What else? Oh, but there, there was a point to all this. I, I really thought. Oh, I, talk about the eating. What eating? We lost a listener. You started talking about it, didn't you? Oh yeah. <coughs> oh yeah.
0: Um. We, so, I'm doing Twitter, and I'm feeling really good about myself doing Twitter, and some girl said, I tried to listen to the show, but you, Dave, were eating chocolate, so now I'm never going to listen to
1: you guys again. But you said she has some condition or something, right? Yeah. Mesophonia? <laughs> mesothelioma? A... No, mesothelioma is uh, like that. You hear that on... Um... Is that type of lung cancer or something?
0: I don't know, but that's in all the lawsuits. Hold yeah. on, Siri. What is the disease where you can't handle hearing people eat? She's
1: no way she's getting this. Okay, it's no big deal that you don't know. Siri, so fucking you. stupid. Siri,
0: what is misophonia?
1: info for Sophia. <laughs> I told you, man. Stop this shit. You ain't gonna get it, dude. Siri, is, is Chris the stupidest person in the world? Okay. I
0: found this on the web for is Chris the stupidest person in the world? Siri sucks, man. Are you gonna look up misophonia or are you texting your new girlfriend?
1: No, I don't have a girlfriend. They, um... I saw something so funny the other day. I heard something so funny. You kind of got to see it, too. And I want to play it on um, Dopey, but it's, <clears throat> it's a little inappropriate, even.
0: Yeah, misothelioma is not what I'm talking about.
1: What are you talking about?
0: Here, you do your thing, and then I'll do mine.
1: What is the guy's name from... Um, is it Cleo Huxtable?
0: Cliff Huxtable. Cliff Huxtable. Bill Cosby.
1: Yeah. Buxtable.
0: Ugh, you're gonna do that stupid
1: barbecue thing? Yeah, I thought it was so funny. You didn't think it was funny? No. Well, now we already set it up, it's gonna happen. Alright, so I guess this is like kind of making fun of date rape, or right? It's not
0: good. Misophonia. But this is funny.
1: This video will play after that.
0: It certainly is nice to see them
3: work things out for themselves. They haven't worked anything out for themselves. It's my barbecue sauce. Your <laughs> <laughs> barbecue sauce. My barbecue sauce. Haven't you ever noticed after people have some of my barbecue sauce, after a while when it kicks in they get all huggy-buggy? <laughs>
1: oh, the one. I'm dead serious. <laughs> haven't you ever
2: noticed?
1: That I got the wrong one
0: here. Well, that one, what, Why? what's wrong with that one? Right home. The one that I had had, like, sound effects. He's like, yeah. my barbecue sauce. Oh. <laughs> they like, well, slow his voice down. Listen, um, I think that's fucked up. What? Because, do you believe that Bill Cosby roofied those women? And yes. Do you believe that? Yes. So how could he, do you think he was so arrogant that he would let those lines go into the Cosby show about his barbecue sauce makes people huggy-buggy when he's this serial date rapist? I don't think he if he was well the writers didn't know that <laughs> No 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 my, this is my point
1: If he was
0: a serial date rapist
1: yeah when he is You don't you know, re- why are you saying like he isn't it's like so many people that came forward. he fucking is Cuz he never made me suck his
0: dick while I was on roofies cuz they just declared it a mistrial it was is he has he been a, has he been a, Do you think OJ did it uh, listen, it, my opinion is irrelevant. Do I think OJ did it? Yeah. Uh, do I think Bill Cosby did it? Yes. Okay. But I'm not saying he did it. I'm saying I I believe he probably did it. I think 30 people came yeah, forward and said enough. they got roofied and, yeah. and woke up with his dick in their mouth or something. Yeah. Or he had some other predilection. But... Predilection? Uh, <laughs> is that what the word? I don't know. I think that was his move. Yeah. Right? He would... And they wanted to have sex with him, too. It's so weird. That's the it's fucked very up thing. strange. But my point is this. Here you have Bill Cosby, yeah. number one star in America, doing this bit on his show. And in the bit, he's drugging people and making them all huggy buggy. Yeah. Now, he didn't write the line. I'm sure he no. didn't. But do you think, if he was guilty of all these rapes, do you think he felt very arrogant when he said the line? Like he was getting away with it. Do you think he
1: was it. aware of it? Of course he was that, aware of yeah. it. But do
0: you think he was like, these fucking idiots don't know that I'm going to roofie them and make them suck my dick?
1: I don't know, man. You're taking this pretty far. <laughs> well, that's what I thats what I get from this. I just looked at my notes. I had so many good notes, dopey notes for the show. I forgot about motel stories. You don't have, do you have motel stories? I do, but I, here, but this is what I wanted you to hear. Read that. All right. <clears throat> this is from Rihanna. At Dopey Podcast, trying to listen to the new episode but had to stop because Dave is chewing obnoxiously. Stop! I beg you, eat after slash before misophonia. And then, and then later on, then she says, "It's sad. I want to listen but physically can't. I don't think you guys understand since you continue to do it. After six months, I have to unsubscribe."
0: Well, I really I'm am sorry. gonna miss that fan.
1: Yeah, Rhiannon. Yeah,
0: and uh, and anybody else, you know, I, I didn't think that eating that little bit of chocolate and you're gonna do it again. I. How do you know? You just will. I probably will. <laughs> you know, the fucked up thing about it is, it's like number one, it's like I do it, okay, because I love dopey, and I love chocolate, and I want to hand in
1: hand. I want to put them together. I, when I come here, I know it's black coffee dark chocolate, and vaping. Um, my point is, I feel
0: good that we're doing a good job. And that episode, just so you know, it was like
1: 11.30 at night. Yeah, we that was the fifth f- hour of recording. We had done f- uh, f- four. Five? We did four, and they were each like an hour and ten minutes. So, right. Yeah. The fifth
0: hour of recording. God forbid I can have some fucking chocolate <laughs> to get me through the fucking thing. But I say that also, because I, I mean, my broadcasting idol is uh, Howard Stern and Howard Stern would never eat while he did a show. Really? Never. Really? Never. Yeah. Never, ever, ever would he eat while doing a show. Yeah, but this In like- fact, he ran such a tight ship that nobody there would eat. Ever. Yeah. Never. Yeah. And here we are, there's just two of us and I'm eating. It's like, it's pretty sad. <laughs> I vape and people complain about that. The vape doesn't I mean eating is so <laughs> gross I remember I remember when I was Listening to the episode I was thinking Remember I used to burp People
1: were pissed at that
0: I hated it. You that. did not like that And farting You burped and farted loudly <laughs> You
1: made me laugh so hard I farted once That was hysterical That was, a, that was in the Helga episode That was hysterical Because you couldn't hear the fart Yeah And it smelled bad
0: Oh it smelled very bad
1: Yeah um, Alright we need to wrap this up Good. Okay. Good. <laughs> what did you think of that episode? Sorry. I, I, I have so many just super, I feel like we didn't get much debauchery and dopey in it. I have so many super dopey motel stories. Just the dirty, filthiest motels. Motels where like the, uh, the remote control is screwed to the table. You know what I mean? You ever had those? Of course. Yeah. But um, let's we'll save it. Maybe Maybe Brandon Novak will want to talk about that. Sure. All right. Uh, stay strong, Dopey Nation. Follow us on Instagram. Leave a review on iTunes. Follow us on Facebook. Like us on Twitter. Send us an email. Send us a voice memo. Invite Write a story friends. on Reddit. Write a story on Reddit. Oh, there's some fucking good emails, too, in here i got to read. God, we, we fucking dropped the ball on this episode. Worst episode ever. You're not supposed to say that. Toodles. I want to
3: take a walk around the world. I wonder would it do me any good. Watch this just pass me by. And I want to see a Lear jetliner take a dive. Just to show all of these people what it means to be alive. But I want to be good so bad. Want to be so good, so bad, so bad. I want to be good so bad. Bad desire's all I ever had. And yeah, my shadow's getting smaller and smaller And it's time noon where I stand Shadows getting smaller and smaller And it's high noon where I stand And I wonder would they pay it any mind When I leave this busted city far behind I'll take the high road however far it winds Because peace and love are very, very, very hard to find And I want to be good, so bad Want to be good, so bad, so bad I want to be good, so bad Bad desire's all I ever had Damn it, all these suckers make me mad And it's all I ever had And it's all I ever had these suckers make me mad, and I wanna call my dad. And it's all I ever had. It's all I ever had. And it's all I ever had. And it's all I ever had. These suckers make me mad. It's all I ever had, and I wanna call my dad. It's all I ever had. It's all I ever had. And it's all I ever had.